Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Beyond Oasis Part 2 for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. All right, everyone. Welcome back. This is part two of our coverage of Beyond Oasis. Of course, last week we did talk about the many mechanics of this game, uh, from fighting to spell use and your little familiar friends. All that fun stuff. Yes, and we talked about our personal uh, experiences with the game, our general thoughts of it, but this week is going to be all about the level by level and our review. Yes, sir. So let's get right into it. Let's. Well, normally this is our level-by-level level portion of the show, and being a, uh action RPG, it's not really broken down into discrete levels. No, it's not. You have uh, some caves, some dungeon-type areas, but mainly a, a large overworld with a few smaller areas you go into. Yeah, although, you know, it is pretty linear for the most part. Oh, yeah. You know? so, yeah, I guess uh, you start with the opening, you get a pretty cool anime style like cinema cutscene. yeah pretty nice lots of large sprites and some cool effects it gives you the story the background yeah yeah and then you start uh, as prince ali making your way through um some sort of small village yeah yeah very small it looks good but it is comically small to be you know there's like five bill i don't know it's a, a common thing in rpgs of of all shapes and sizes yeah i mean even up to the most recent dragon quest or dragon warrior or Dragon Quest is actually what it's called, but uh, and it uh, you know, mm. you you go to like the town and it's got like 10 houses. It's, I mean, you know, I get it because if you have a huge city, you know, I don't know, it's just one of the quirks, you know, where it's like you don't want to make unless you want to make a game out of it, you know what I mean, like going through a, right. a town, but it's like, no, I want to get there and heal, so just give me the inn in the shops, pretty much. Not that you really, you don't really use those here, you know, but there's just village people and, you know, you can talk to them. They say some stuff where they're like, are you still looking for old junk or what did you go out and find? So it kind of establishes you as kind of a treasure hunter, you know? Yeah. And then when you get to the very top of the village, some enemies up here, you fight them uh, and then you can go into the room there and you'll meet your teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He says he doesn't know what's going on, but he knows that you were the target. And you should probably go talk to your parents at the castle. Yes, and you agree and do so. Now, I was always a little confused in this game. Like, oh man, I hope I can figure out where to go. But you really only have one place you can go most of the time. Yeah, it's like, you know, right now we're kind of in the village area, you know. So what do you have access to the two? There's like two, there's like the west and eastern like grasslands. Right. And and with your current ability set, it's like you can't get anywhere from there that you're not supposed to. So <laughs> you you'll you'll figure it out somehow. So you go to the castle, you get uh if you go down to the bottom, there's a bunch of treasure chests that have like food and uh healing items for you, magic mm-hmm. healing. Uh and then there's also a chest that you can see that you cannot get. And oh, I spent yes. about five minutes trying to get this chest. Oh yeah, not yet, huh? <laughs> no, it's a, you get it at the very end of the game. <laughs> But you go talk to your parents, the king and queen. 
And I thought that was like your little sister. I never read that as a queen, but I guess that maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know maybe why maybe it I is your that. sister. I, I honestly, I have no proof. So I, it was just an attitude I realized I had. Well, and the thing I'm looking at right now says it's the king and princess. So I guess it, it is your sister. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And they will tell you there's some books to go read if you want to teach you some fighting techniques, which we talked about a little bit last uh, episode. Yep. Yep. Uh, but mainly you come here so they can tell you that you need to go visit the water shrine. Yes. And he tells you, right, they're like head to the east. Yeah, they give you a direction. So you're like, oh, okay. And, you know, at any time, what you, if you, but if you press start, you get your little map that's, yeah. you know, it's not the greatest map, but it, it always, you know, if they, if anyone tells you to go anywhere, you will see a little icon indicating where, where you're supposed to be. So you can kind of puzzle your way over if you're lost. Yeah, it's not very clear, but you can always have a very rudimentary sense of what direction to go. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of where the game really starts. Yeah, you're yeah. going to the water spirit temple. Yeah, which is where, and along the way, you'll see a cast of enemies that you'll get very familiar with. There's uh, various soldiers. Yes, there's the bow soldier. Yeah, yeah. I think what spears? Do you get some spear ones here too? Maybe. Swords? I'm sure you do. I mean, I mean, I, they all blur together. So the spear yeah. guys uh, walk slowly, and then they dash at you with a spear. What about those little like rat creatures? You'll see them. They're uh, around the water watering hole. Those things stay pretty much easy to kill forever. Yeah, even I mean, when they're they... sometimes awkward to hit but they're never a, a danger right right they remind me of the like death dogs from willow oh i could see that you know what i, I mean? was How also they gonna like... say they reminded me of a uh, one of hordak's henchmen oh grizzlor possibly was he a furry figure yes yes he yeah. was yep he was cool so, i had him oh yeah there you go and uh the first bombers i think as well oh yes the bombers yeah uh, they throw bombs, but they mm -hmm. are slow, so as long as you run quickly, you're pretty good. Which you can pick those up and throw them back, right? Or am I yes. making that up? Uh, no, no. You can't pick them up, but you can time your hit to hit them back to them. That's, yeah, that's right. And uh, so later on, that's like really your only way of dealing with a lot of them. Yeah, the bombs start, when the bombs start dropping, it's it's no good. No. Now, uh, you make your way to the very temple, and the king gave you a key, so now you can go inside it. Yeah. So you, I guess you could have wandered your way here already, but you wouldn't have gotten in. No. Now, inside the castle, you will see another new enemy, and that is the ogre. Oh, sure. Wasn't there one earlier, like in the village or something, maybe? You I, know what? I there might know. have been in the very first fight. I think you're right. But they're, yeah, they're big and tough. Um, really not that tough, though. I, I always find oh, the ogres to be pushovers. Yeah, that's where I really would use that uh, with your ollie knife, your, that, like, running stab where you know what i mean you can get like six or seven hits on them like and then mm -hmm. back off yeah the biggest threat from an ogre is when you've knocked it down it does like a swat when it stands yes. up yes yeah i always get too greedy it's like you got to stop and back off and let him stand up and then come back in exactly that's the only time you're really in any danger i think uh now this this dungeon the water temple does have some really interesting mechanics in it um it has that room that has uh the flowing water mm -hmm. and it's like a title system where like a wave will come every few moments and you have yeah, to jump yeah. over the waves or you'll get swept back yes i thought that was pretty uh, cool uh yeah i spent a lot of time here the first time through where i i was convinced i was like if i just run fast enough in between the waves like it didn't connect in my mind to be like just jump over them so i kept right. trying so hard and like almost getting there and the next wave pushed me back uh, ugh. and then i think there's also slimes in this dungeon oh yeah i think yeah uh, but really, this one is your easiest dungeon. There's no, like, tricks. There's no uh, things to unlock in, like, a specific order. 
Yeah, no, and it's, I mean, it's literally straightforward in that it's like a one-directional sequence of rooms, <laughs> so. Yeah, until you get to the boss. Yeah. A giant purple crab. A really weird and cool-looking giant purple crab because it has like one extra big claw. It's only got mm -hmm. four legs, but it has a weird predator mouth, and it, when it like opens it, it shoots bubbles out at you. Yes, now, I've heard that this crab is sometimes known as the crab nabber. I hope so. It will be known in my lexicon as that because that's an awesome name. Um. <laughs> and it does try to nab you with that big claw. Now, yeah, a yeah. lot of crabs do uh, have only one large claw. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I guess mm -hmm. that's they're trying to be scientifically accurate. Um, sure. Should have sure. given it more legs. But you can only hurt the claw and the mouth. Is that right? I can't remember how this fight works. Yeah. Uh, I think you can eventually knock the claw off. Okay. And if you hit the claw, damage. it bounces away from you, kind of. Yeah, it's like when its mouth opens. That's why I would run in for some stabs and then try to get out of there before it's shooting bubbles. Um, it's not the most difficult or intricate boss fight, I guess, but um, I I, it, I think the sprite looks really cool. <laughs> it does jump around a bit, too. Yeah, yeah. But you're, you are correct. It is a really awesome-looking sprite. And then once you've defeated it, you go through the door, and there is a cube waiting for you. Yeah, blue cube. And in the blue cube is Daito. Daito. Yeah, that's... And I want to say props to them for using the cube. It could have just easily been a, an orb, but no, the, the cube looks cooler. Animated spinning kind of, you know? It does. And it's a good looking cube. And like we said last time, uh, Dido, also really cool looking, well animated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I yeah. first now got you... her, I didn't understand how it worked. She was just there draining my magic. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it takes a minute, but, you know, she's really useful and gets more so as the game continues because as you find gems and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and you're magic points go up and it's like your healing magic gets stronger so like you really yeah. get to this like i got to this point where i was like i don't carry any health food anymore it's all magic food so and i just heal with her you know yeah but we're not there yet no no not yet because uh now you must go back to the king and let him know that you did the thing he asked you to do that's right and you do and he gives you his crown and the game is over congrats no um once you have done that uh, the, the, the king sends you on another quest to go find the fire spirit in the north. That's right. And, of course, there is no way to get to the north, but you do have a waterfall you can get to. And when you get there, um, Daito lets you know that uh, her bubbles can open the water gate. Yeah, so you summon her, you know, shoot some bubbles there, and it, sure enough, reveals a path behind the waterfall. Yeah, then you're in a cave, and this cave is where you find your first set of bats. And I don't like bats in this game. Oh, yeah, the bats are... They're not too terribly strong, but they're very hard to hit. Yeah, they can be annoying. Or the bugs later. I don't know if Any we see of bugs the, yet. Oh, yeah. Any of the flying enemies, I always found... It's hard to register exactly where they're at in the air. Yeah, I would uh, mostly rely on spin attacks, or I would try jump attacks. Sometimes you can nail it just right, but it is a little tricky, you know? Yeah, for me, uh, I found the easiest thing to do was just to be stand still and time your jump attack when you think it's going to hit you instead of trying to go towards it. I was like, I guess I'll just wait till it comes to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you're, you know, your standard where you hold down the button and you're like, you're like holding your knife ready to attack. Like, I get that you, that's only one directional, though, but. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, this cave, also fairly linear. There are some zombies in here, though. Oh, Yeah. We'll see and quite a few of those. Zombies are fairly interesting because they are various levels of strong, but always slow. Mm -hmm. And you, some of them you can, like, you know, destroy part of their body or whatnot. But yeah. all of them are one-shot kills if you have something that causes fire. 
Yes. So that's always a big bonus. Yeah, I'll be that could be your um Omega Sword, uh a hyper bomb, or the fire arrow. Or the the what's the super bow? The Omega bow? Oh yeah, I think so. Quantum bow. I, I always called him the infinite bow, but <laughs> bow duke. <laughs> yeah, and then at the very end of this uh cave is your boss, the black skull. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool looking skull because it looks like you know it's glowing from the inside out with this red like fieriness you know and it's a it's a scary horned skull that can it breathes little fire chains out that move yeah. around the room and I think we fought these fire chains at least once before possibly here in the in the caves mm, yeah and so you can kill them by striking the the front flame yes um, and it has some big black hands that come out and will do various attacks to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you should have D- Daito out at this point. And while her ball magic is worthless, she can <laughs> heal you. But her tornado is pretty good in this boss fight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because when he starts teleporting around the room or moving quickly, it will stop that. Yes. And we, we should say, too, that this whole room is like there's water on the floor, right? Uh, yeah, it's like, but is it slow you down or poison or something? It's like gray and bubbly. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I know. Um, but yeah, you. so you can use Daito here. And uh, don't blame me if you do. Um, yeah, I just remember I spammed that tornado a bunch, and that's pretty much how I, I defeated this boss. Yeah, I mean, he's not bad without it either because the hands are slow and you can kill the fire chains. And then, you know, it's easy to give yourself a few seconds to run in and hit him five or six times and then back off if you need to. Okay. Well, once you have defeated him, you go through that door in the back and there is another cube, a red cube. And, uh, and you know, I failed to mention, you have to use your light ball to interact with these things. Oh, right. Yeah that that crazy light ball from your armlet and uh once you have used the light ball on the armlet you summon ifrit 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 yeah the best and now now you're really kicking into high gear oh yeah so once you have the fire spirit you go back to your dad once again check in get your allowance <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> do some chores he, you mow the lawn and uh wash the car you get your five bucks and you think about buying a cd but uh you never know um, and he says that uh, soldiers reported that some strange groups are camped out in the field northeast of the water shrine. Yeah, which um, we didn't mention it before, but you would pass. There is a bridge that is blocked by an ice pillar. And well, you know what? You now have a fire spirit. Mm-hmm. So I think we can get past there. And if you want um, to become so frustrated, you want to bang your head against the wall on your <laughs> way, you can stop and enter a race. With your uh, Ifrit. Yes. Oh, yeah. So there's a secret um, wall that you must destroy. And you have to have bombs to do it, I think. Maybe you can do it with your sword. It's on the way there. And inside, this is one of those uh, infinite weapons we talked about. I think it's the infinite fire bow you get from this one. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And there's a racetrack that basically you have to get the Ifrit to do his dash fire attack all the way around. And the level of precision you need to, to, to rank in this to get that infinite bow is insane. Yeah, I... I um I tried it like once or twice and I was like maybe I'll come back but I I should have known then that no that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I even tried it with my rewind feature and I could not do it. Oh man. Where I was like you have to be cuz you have to do it for 3 laps. Wow. And it's like you have to just be perfect every lap. I just could couldn't get it down. I yeah, it's it's tough. But so I would have just suggest avoiding that entirely because if you do want an infinite bow, there's one that's even better you can get later. Oh sure. Yeah, and I don't really use that many bows myself, you know? No, the only reason that I needed the infinite bow was to get the infinite sword, really. 
Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So you skip that, and then you go to that bridge. And once you cross through the bridge, you're kind of in a more of the same forest area you were at before. But after a while, you find the enemy camp. And to get through the enemy camp, you have to use your uh, Daito to douse some fire. And, yep, just use your bubble beam. But once you're in there, you're really just seeing harder versions of all the enemies you've already encountered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's I a, mean, a lot of them. It's a linear a path with just lots of enemies. It's the same same as a, as a classic beat-em-up. You might, I don't know if we're seeing new colors yet, but we will soon. No, we do uh, have your first uh, puzzle that has a switch where there's just a boulder you need to set on it. Oh, right, yeah. And I think you see um, snakes for the first time. One of my other least favorite things to attack because they are not on the same plane as you. You do have to crouch, yeah. Uh, I just threw bombs at them because I hate them so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Well, that's a good way to do it, man, if you've got them. And then also you find the knights for the first time in here. Oh, yes. Uh, Deadly enemies. And they will charge you or swing their mace at you. Yeah, they have, and they're like a different, they have a big kind of bulbous chest plate. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they, they look, look a lot cool. more cartoony. Yes, yes, they than do. Than the others. Um, and they can be a little bit rough if they are charging you. The timing to hit them is very hard, but if they're just slowly walking around, they're very easy to avoid an attack. Yeah, they're, they're not really a problem unless they're in a big group of enemies. And then at the very end of this area is just um, a bunch more enemies. There is no mini boss. Uh, you defeat a couple knights at a dock and when you do you board the enemy ship that is a station stationed there docked there whatever a boat does when it's yeah. not living somewhere <laughs> it's asleep uh next to the land and uh yeah and it's a cool looking boat i mean you know um get on there and venture and then you know you fight more enemies and then go so you start and- below deck you fight a few <laughs> enemies uh the top is crawling with enemies and these are a little tougher you're seeing the gray enemies for the first time oh yeah yeah uh, and then you get your first glimpse of a man only known as Gold Armlet. Oh, yes. Mysterious, dark cloaked figure. And he does not fight. He says he could fight you, but instead he's just going to throw some crap at you. And that crap is a couple of gargoyles. Yes. And they're, I mean, they're tougher than the normal enemies we fought so far, but they're not like boss levels. You know what I mean? They're not too bad at all. Well, if you still have a normal sword, it's two jump slashes. Yeah, they're really the hardest thing about them is just timing because they are flying. So, you know, mm-hmm. if they land, they take a few more hits. But if you can hit them in the air, pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, after you defeat them, though, you take the ship and apparently you are following the silver armlet and you land on a rocky beach. Yeah. The beach of what is this? Pata or something or. Sure. All I know is there's a cave there and you got to go to it. Yeah, it's a very small beach. And, you know, uh, we should mention, too, that throughout this game in and outside of dungeons you know there are little like chests and stuff you can see to find like these you know the gems we mentioned before like you know you might Mm -hmm. be passing by like here there's some where it's like you can see the peg that you will one day be able to use shade to hook shot across pretty much but you know you can't now so you know there's a lot of backtracking involved for that stuff but you know it's all out there and this cave is really the first set of uh you know i would consider the true puzzle nature of this game yeah you have lots of switches in it and a lot of like uh, pressure plates you need to step on to open certain doors or to make certain things go away, like falling rocks or spikes, that kind of thing. Yeah, this one um, this one took me a while the first time because I think pretty close to the beginning, like there's a switch you have to hit by just throwing a bomb on it. Yeah. And that did not seem like it should work in my head. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't think that was an option. So 
Yeah, and, well, and it you, was, it's it, on a different yeah. level, so you have to throw a bomb down onto yeah, it yeah. on a different level. And yeah, that's it's, it is a little weird. Well, I think that, you know, it's because these switches, these, you know what I mean? These little green switches on the floor tile panels, mm-hmm. you know, normally it's like you push a rock on top of them or stand on top of them. Yes, which you but, still can do so, in this game. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's just a little weird that these look the same. Maybe if they look different, I would have, you know what I mean? But once you realize, just keep that in mind when you see these green floor panels that bombs will do the trick too. Yeah. Now you can pick up your first atomic bow, and that's what that's called, by the way, the the super bow. Oh, sure. It's hidden uh, behind the waterfall in this cave. Yep. Always explore the waterfalls. Always. Lots of more zombies. Uh, a room with a couple different ogres and a white flame you got to fight in once. Ew. But if you have a free, I mean, he'll just beat these guys up for you. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, you know, we could go through and talk to you about what order you have to hit each switch and what thing to do what chest. But that's lame. And yeah. <laughs> it's not really fun to hear. And it's really, I mean, it, I wouldn't even begin to tell you in some of these levels what order I did things in because so much of it was just me running back and forth, hitting a switch, seeing what it changed, running back. Yeah, yeah. Same here, man. But most importantly, at the end of this level, there is a boss. And what a cool, weird boss. Yeah, it's a strange rock golem, I guess. I don't know. It's like a creature. It's a big orb of rock with two arms. I mean, kind of looks like a Geodude. I I really like it. I think it looks pretty funny. Yeah. And um, it's not the toughest boss. It's pretty slow. And there's a torch right outside the room. So if you want Efreet out, you can have him. He always helps. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't think I, I don't think I realized how strong he was just beating people up. So I, I had Dido for this fight. Well, not a bad option to get that. Uh, you get the tornado and the heal. So yeah. yeah. So and uh, basically he just land. He jumps around the room and then lands and then punches at you. Yeah, and rocks will fall sometimes. You know the he's... classic falling rocks. You know how that goes. Yep. Um. Or he'll do a like uh. He'll like pull his arms in and then bounce around the walls of the room. Yeah, and if you have Ooh. the uh, Dido out, her magic storm will interrupt that oh cool okay so bonus nice. now once you've beaten him uh well sadly there is no uh no cube waiting for you not here no but you do get the pendant or necklace which is very useful yeah because that allows you to heal in sunlight so you're like an opposite vampire yeah yeah well that's what you want to do yeah once you have the amulet uh you find yourself outside and you are the base of a mountain fort Ah, uh, yes, the Mountain Fortress. And it looks, you know, pretty cool. A little nondescript, but, you know, you are in a fortress. There yeah. Um, tons of knights in here. As you might imagine. Uh, you know, this is a, one of these types of dungeons where there's the ent- there's several entrances and there's all these, like, ins and outs where you have to leave and come back in through a different door. I mean, a couple times. And this one is all about the different colored keys. Ah, yes, Key Quest. You are basically just trying to figure out how to get every color key you need to go open more doors in the chain of doors back deeper into this fortress until you get to the boss, basically. Yeah. And on the way, I mean, it does get pretty confusing because you'll have to go from one entrance to another to back to back to back. Most of the time you get your key from just killing all the enemies in a new room you've unlocked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, One of the new enemies you do find is the wizard. Oh, sure. Yeah. Wizards. Uh, it's both types of wizards. So there's one that just shoots a ball out in front of it of energy. There's mm-hmm. one that also like shoots a flame that chases you. And I hate that guy. Yep. That that guy sucks. The the ball fl- uh, wizard ones are they're not bad here, but later they become more used as like a p- part of a puzzle or or you know what I mean? Like they're oh, yeah. just placed in inconvenient spots. 
Yeah, because you have to be at like a, you can get into like a 45 degree angle from them where they can't really hit you. And you just have to wait for them to appear. Then you can slash them. Yeah. And from the mountain fortress, you make your way up to the wall fortress. It's all one big kind of interconnected thing. And the wall fortress is interesting because it's like a series of gates at the beginning of it that you must unlock to keep going. Uh, yeah. And I was kind of confused by them. Yeah, because you have to get up there and like hit these switches and it's like enemies will just keep spawning, right? Like, yeah. And and if you're dumb, you'll just keep fighting them for like five minutes. Believe me, I am. Uh, I did the same (laughs) thing. So I was like, man, when is this wave ever going to end? And then I was like, like, wait, these are the same exact. Oh, no. What have I done? So, yeah. So with each wave, you have to like basically fight against the wind and move forward to turn off the switch that is sending the waves at you. Yeah. And then I don't know if they appear first here. We just saw them, but the beam eye robot type things are here for the first time or the second time. Mm -hmm. And they land, then they pop up and then a beam shoots at you. But almost always, if you can be where they're at as the beams popping up, you can kill them before they ever hit you. Yeah, they're um, when they appear, they become my number one priority enemy wise where I'm just like, get these out of the way before they become an issue. Yeah, because they are very strong and can shoot in, in in eight directions, I think. I I think so. Hmm. But at the end of this wall fortress, the walkway, you get to meet up with Silver Armlet once again. Oh, the detestable. And he says, you've caught up with me much earlier than I've expected. Well, let me reward you. And he gives you a hundred dollars. A hundred bucks? Uh, no. For some reason, he tells you that there's a device in the fortress that will let you pass through space and time which seems really powerful (laughs) yeah yeah and uh but you have to defeat his minions first to do so and then he drops you into a pit and that is where you fight the boss yeah which is an interesting uh boss fight um it's this giant fish snake thing i don't know what it is because i I thought it it looks like it's it's the head of a turtle yeah i could see that because it looks like it has like a beak or something you know but it's it's huge it's like a snapping turtle yeah, yeah. Um, but you don't you don't see its 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 shell, so I don't know. I guess I'm with you there. Yeah, it's, it just is like a big head that's on the right side of the screen, and it's chasing you to the mm-hmm. left. You must run away. Yep. Um, you want to fight back when you can. Um, it does, and you can attack it when it it has kind of an alien style mini mouth tentacle or whatever that comes out. Yeah, it's a crazy, gross alien tongue. <laughs> yeah. So you you want to hit that thing, and that does. That's kind of the main way to hurt it, I believe. Yeah, uh, it spits rocks at you too, I think, or some other projectile you must avoid. Yeah. Basically, it's like you're just running and dodging, and then when it stops to try to tongue you, that's when you go to town on it. Yeah, and um, it's cool because as you are damaging it, like its upper and lower like beaks just like break off, so it's kind of messed up. But It is awesome looking. Yeah, it is, and then you kill it, and you, you're, you're done with this turtle crap yes but you do get the warp key uh yes so now you can use uh or the yeah the key of time and space yeah so it lets you see uh warps you see one without even having to go into astral form and how do you activate this warp well you shoot your ball your ball of light ball of light and then once you do and then you're kind of kind of let loose in, in in an area that i got confused in on the mountain yeah, this is the closest to like, it's not really like mazy, but it's very samey. You know, there's just a lot of like cliffs and, and ladders and such. Yeah, and I guess you're on top of a volcano. Yeah, there's like, I don't think there's a way to get back to the town yet. You you know, this area has been isolated. So as you adventure through, you do come to a big, uh, there, yeah, a volcano, like a lava pit, you know, it's bubbling and all that. Mm-hmm. 
there are some caves, and once you go into the caves, you are inside the volcano, and it's a dark, spooky place. Ooh. So now you're in the volcano. Lots of wizards, lava pits, uh, a little bit of the multicolored door shenanigans, but nothing too horrible in this one. No, this is a... I mean, there are some of these, like, teleportation yeah. follies at points, but, you know, it, it's a small dungeon that makes you go through it over and over, you know? Yeah, it looks more confusing than it is. It's one of those things. Yes, definitely. Uh, I agree. And then you get to the end of it and the boss, and what an awesome-looking boss. Yeah, dude, this was one of the first where I was like, holy cow, this is, uh, it's a huge red dragon. And this is not your standard, like, there's a neck of balls and a head, like, goofs around in front of you type of dragon. Right, right. Like, you see the entirety of this dragon's body, even though it's not, like, moving all the time. Right, yeah. Well, it's like, I believe it's like, there's a hole. Yes. The dragon's body is down in it, but its head is up on your plane. So you can kind of see it. It has, there's like some lava cracks and stuff underneath it, but the dragon body moves via parallax as you scroll around. It looks awesome. Yeah. And the dragon looks really cool. Like it's design, it's facial expressions and all that, like really top notch. Yeah. It's got one of these, which I'm normally not a big fan of, uh, but they have the dragon head where the dragon's head looks like, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Or a dinosaur, you know what I mean? As opposed to something different, I don't know. <laughs> right. But it looks awesome here, man. And but this boss really isn't that tough. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember reading. I remember reading that this was a a tough fight, and I was like, okay, I'm going to be ready for it. Yeah. But it wasn't. I don't know. I, I you just have to. It's just about avoiding his fireballs, really. Yeah, he doesn't really have many deadly. Like you know, it's it's you're just moving in a a kind of a U shaped mm-hmm. ledge that you you know. Run away from him if he starts shooting fire right at you. You know, he does like a fire sweep. Uh, some pretty basic stuff that's pretty easy to avoid. And then he like sits for a second. And that's when you run in and slash at his head. Yeah. And I mean, whatever your strongest sword you have by now, just whip it out and start slashing away. If you have a broadsword, it's only 15 hits. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, you know, at this point, you should have more than enough uh, items to keep yourself healed or to fill your magic up to heal. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but once you've defeated it, then you find your way into this special room that has one more floating cube in it. And this cube contains oh, yes. shade, the spirit of shadow. Yes. So now, and you know, you've been passing by some stuff, not necessarily in this dungeon, but throughout the game. Like, so you're like, finally, I can get to those pegs. And, what? you know, so there, there'll be a bit of backtracking later. And in this dungeon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because once you, if you recall, once you get shade, the the, the dungeon starts to explode. Oh, yeah, yeah, when you exit the... That's and true, then you yeah. exit yeah. using yep. those very stakes that are his, like, little sneak-around areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Now, this is, if you want to get the optional weapons, the time to do it. Oh, yeah? Very much. Because when you leave, this is how you get to the first special weapon. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, amongst these cliffs is a secret teleport, and that takes you to the infinite hyperbomb. Oh. Oh, right, right. Okay. And that... that to get to it, oh man, it is quite a challenge. Yeah, so what, like, okay, so we're in this area now, it's the escaping of the volcanic crater, and it's kind of, uh, there are enemies up here, and if you fall off the cliff, you'll take some damage and then, you know, come back. Unless you have but shade you out. have shade, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, this is an area where you're just kind of platforming to the left. Sometimes there are little bridges, but most of the time you're just trying to do, like, dash jumps. Mm-hmm. And it's, while the controls are... 
a bit clumsy. It doesn't ask that much of you. Yeah. Now, if you do teleport to the hyperbomb area, it asks a lot of you. And then it's very hard yeah, jumps how... <laughs> uh, mixed with harpies and all kinds of other enemies that are like flying enemies. Ugh. It, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that was up here even. So it is it's news to me. It's kind of a pain in the butt, but infinite hyperbombs are pretty nice. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I can only imagine. Now, either way, uh, as you make your way down this exploding mountain, you will find a wise man. And he, he gives you the ring, the ring that makes your MP meter just charge up on its own. And then from there, you teleport right. to the beach. Yeah, you're over. Uh, if you check your map, you're on the west side now. So whole new area you haven't been in. Yeah, this is a place too. like if you see fish, like do you ever like you can trick them into coming out of the water and then they'll just die they turn into food fish oh no i didn't realize that you trick them by going close or by using shade yeah or you can just get them to like they'll they'll follow you and some they can you get them out of the water somehow i know but if they stay out of the water long enough they will become food awesome although, although it's, it's i don't know how valuable it is at this point in the game <laughs> right so also here is where you can find your second work you can find another secret route to another special weapon there is a teleport on your way here through the beaches to a set of islands oh. and each island has a set of enemies on it that you will fight and each time there will be a chest drop and if you ignore every chest until the very last island one of those chests will be the atomic bow oh okay man yeah i totally missed it man <laughs> and this was the first time i fought raptors they were a part of this oh the lizard uh creatures yeah i hate no. them they're they are fast so fast yeah, I don't like them. And then, so th if you progress on through the beach, you come to the forest. And before we get to the next story point, I do want to mention that you could also now go to the through the forest and get the infinite Omega Sword. Oh, wow. Okay. Is that is that in the same area too? Yeah. In this forest is a secret cave that has a pit in it. And once you go into this pit, you have a basement floor level one and basically Every time you defeat all the enemies, a new hole will open. You drop down one more level, and every 10 levels is like a power healing type thing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or whatnot. Yeah. And um, a way out. And at any point in time, you can leave, and it just erases your so progress. You got to do all 40. Ugh. 100. There's I mean, 100. yeah, sorry. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, and then here's the other kicker is you cannot use any healing items or uh, spell regeneration items while you're in the pits. Wow. And the enemies just uh, which, keep getting tougher. Yes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's when Ifrit is your best friend of all time. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I bet he... Because he will just tear through enemies. That's... Yes. I, I can attest to that. Yes, sir. Uh, and then at the very end, you do have to fight the rock monster again. Okay. But he's the exact same as before, so not that hard. Gotcha. Doable. And uh, once you're done, though, you do have an infinite Omega Sword, which is really nice. I bet it is. <laughs> But then, you know, back to our regularly scheduled programming, the trip back to the castle. Yes. Yeah. So you're on the beach and it leads to a forest. And do you have to do this forest shrine or is that? Uh... Well, you what happens is you go to the ta the, the castle mm -hmm. and uh, you can't get in. So, something's gone wrong and you're going to try to sneak in through the basement. But when you go to the basement entrance, which is in the dock section south, it's blocked by a plant, a green door. Right, right. So then, yes, you do need to go to the forest shrine to get the... To get bow, your plant spirit, right? 
to get Bo, the plant spirit. Yes. Okay. See, I think I I don't think I went back to the cave. Or do you have to? Because I feel like I just went into this cave, but I don't no, I guess you don't have to. No. I'm not sure. Uh either way. Um yeah, it's it's just a it's a cave in the middle of these woods. Uh, it's not too tough to find and but the dungeon is pretty big, uh relatively, you know. It is the worst dungeon. <laughs> I I really, really don't like this dungeon. Yeah, it, well, it does several things that are not cool. Um, like it starts with a rock monster fight, right? Uh, yeah, and some giant gargoyles. Yeah. A... And and to boot, uh, there are spikes on the floor now that you have to avoid while you're avoiding the rock monster. Yeah. Uh, it introduces like moving platforms you got to jump across. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this whole thing is just a giant key quest. Yes. But secretly, it's also a light the torch quest. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. which they don't tell you about. No, yeah, that's what uh, I think. I did get to a point. Yes, uh, where it's I, I was just like I I don't know how to go forward. I, I think I had I used a fact for this as well to be like, oh, you have to light all these fires. Yeah, and it's kind of crummy. They don't tell you that, or you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, it just makes it. It's already hard enough finding all the keys in the weird order you got to find them in. <laughs> but then to go through and make sure you've lit every torch, no matter where it's at or what bizarre place they stuck it, is just annoying. Yeah, it, yeah, because it really, like you said, it does not broadcast that at all, really. No, uh, and then so much backtracking in this level. You'll see the same areas over and over and over again. But eventually, uh, and luckily, there is no like crazy boss fight you just have that that rock monster you fight again at one point right right and a well, room then, full of uh wizards is this the one where it's like the wizard in the middle and there's all the floating platforms that you have to ride around yes yeah it, i guess that could be a boss fight it's uh it's not really that tough so uh, if you have a sword and it's like you're just stay on the closest platform and just when it reappears you you edge up and slash at it and and you're good yeah you're just waiting to slash the whole time yeah yeah and once you have done it, though, you have access to the final room that has Bo, the forest spirit in it. And you can now summon Audrey, too. That's right. <laughs> and make your way back to the castle where you can now use Bo to chomp through that green uh, castle gate. That's right. Yeah. So and this will take you. So you're kind of in the castle dungeon now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and this is when you finally get to get that chest. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. What's in it? Do you remember? I think it's a gem, like the green gem, maybe. Okay. Okay. But you, but once you get to the throne room, oh no, your arch nemesis, Silver Armlet, is there. And he just straight up knocks you down. Silver Armlet is the worst. Uh, and he's like, hey, if you want your sister, I will trade you her for a large hidden cube in this castle. Oh, yeah, the hidden cube. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so you have to go down and explore more in the castle dungeon to find it, right? Yeah, basically you enter through the waterfall you had no access to, and... While the last level we were in was annoying because of the hidden uh, torches, this is almost as annoying, but for entirely different reasons. Yeah, where you're in this like sequence where you're, it's like a cave with lots of different paths, but they all have like a water route. It, they're like conveyor belts, basically. So you have to like be really careful. You have to choose your path right to be able to make it to these different parts of it. Yeah, and I redid so many parts of this because I would just missed or walked in the wrong direction for half a foot. <laughs> yeah, it can be easy to do, yeah. It's not just like figuring out the path, but actually physically being able to manipulate your character there is can be tough. And meanwhile, you are still doing the chase for all the different colored uh, keys and whatnot to get through. Always. And there are a few new enemies in here, too. There's a, like, a, like a little ghost. Or maybe we just... Saw 
that um he doesn't attack you straight up he attacks your spirit yeah 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 because if if you don't have a spirit out they just kind of do nothing right right uh and then there's also the what is that thing it's like a i think they call it a water hand but it looks like a weird tooth worm that pops out of the water oh yeah yeah they're gross yeah it looks like some sort of like weird parasite or something i don't like it i agreed but they're both pretty easy to deal with it's getting gross and then there's like a whole chain at the end where you've got to like of course use the fire guy to undo a thing then use the water person to undo the fire use bow to break the green door yep yep you're using all of your uh key like powers (laughs) at this point yeah and then you see the final door which has a, a big seal on it you undo the seal and well you might think you're in for a big boss fight but luckily you are not no yeah it's just the cube right yeah, uh, but when you when you get the cube, it says, you broke my seal. I am the origin of Agito's power and the keeper of his soul. His ancient evil can be awakened by me. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, you go talk to the king, and he says the cube is evil. Well, you just found that out. <laughs> and um, he's dying, I guess. And he says that the world is counting on you. And I guess that means you need to go fight Silver Armlet. And you leave the castle, and then the, the, the whole screen shakes, and you hear a weird noise. Okay. And now that has opened up a new set of stairs through the mountain right to the side of the castle. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you head through there and that's is, this is where you meet Silver Armlet, right? Yes. And you what? You give up the cube and Armlet gives you your sister and then she gives you a sun's charm. So now you get your HP and SP when you're in sunlight, right? Mm-hmm. Which you did before also, but now it's just faster, I think. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, also, I think this is where you could have gone to get the silver, the infinite metal bow. Oh, okay. But who needs that? Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't need any infinite me- weapons, although I would have liked them. I'm, I can't lie. So, so now you enter this cave uh, on the mountain, and you're on your way up to defeat the the armlet, silver armlet. In this in this place, you do have uh, a new enemy that's like a weird, uh, it's kind of like a beholder with the eyeballs on it. Yeah, yeah. It's an orb with like snakes coming out. Whatever it is, it's gross. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a strange snake beholder. The more you beat it up, the smaller it gets. Is that what it does? And the yeah. faster it gets. But I, I never really had any trouble with these things. No, I mean, they're just annoying, like many enemies. Uh, it's fairly short. It just requires you to jump off of the platforms in like a specific order. And if you fail, you just have to redo the, like, the you just back at the beginning. Yeah, basically. Yep. Uh, and then at the end of it, you do have a spot where it shows like uh, there are switches and each switch has an element next to it. What do you do? I, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I stopped here. I couldn't beat it. So you, you press the buttons in the order you got your spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we press the final button in the middle. You hear Silver Armlet's voice and he introduces you to the non-entity. Yeah, which is really weird. You are in a room that's kind of like a cave. And in the background is, well, the top half of a face. Yeah, uh, there's two eyes and then a slit in his forehead, which becomes a third eye. I found this to be really creepy. Um, I kind of have always thought that disembodied eyes are creepy, mm-hmm. and this is no exception. And there's three of them here. So now the uh, normal two eyes, uh, they shoot something at you. Well, it can do like a little gravity bomb looking like black hole thing that'll suck you in. Yeah, you got to run away from that. And it's sweeping left and right, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Periodically you'll see the middle eye start to open. And when it does open, it stops and it shoots a beam out in front of it. But you can still hurt the other eyes. Like the beam's not wide enough to hit you if you're hitting one of the side eyes. Right, right. 
I, so I thought this boss was really easy because it was just running back and forth in front of its attacks. And then when it was about to stop, I would just stop and then in front of an eye and just hit it a bunch. See, it does have the uh, uh, the meteor attack, you know, where it's like a bunch of meteors that you have to like dodge for yeah, a while. Yeah, uh, but I like, also don't, had... Don't you have to hit the eyes with your armlet and then it opens the third eye? Oh, I think that might be it. And then you yeah, stab no, that, right? You are correct, because here's what I remember doing. I remember just taking all the damage <laughs> because I had um, healing uh, Dido with me. Yeah, yeah. And so I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to stand at the top and wait for the eyes to get, get close. And then I'd hit it with the thing, make the eye open and then jump slash it. Yeah, it's um, it's it's not a tough boss. It, it, the only time it can be frustrating is because that eye is only open for a second or two and mm -hmm. you, you have a small window to hit it, but it doesn't take too much. You can no, do I'm it. pretty sure I only healed once and I just literally just stood at the top taking any amount of damage it went to give me. Nice. But then once you've defeated the non-entity, you are teleported to the Shadowland. Yeah, is this like the past or something? Or who knows? It is. It is kind of weird. This is a tough part. Yes, a little bit because you're taking all the things you've done before, using every one of your summons in a different way to open mm -hmm. different areas. You are flipping switches in a nondescript order, but it's not really that long. No, no, um, no, no. This part, yeah, at the beginning, because it's like you. You're just trying to find the key to get into the castle, right? Mm -hmm. You're kind of in a, a medieval weird world. Yeah. The only hard part is that at one point you must use your doppelganger to go turn off a switch, and that's not something you've done yet. Oh, sure, yeah. So it's just a little confusing. This is a point where uh, you can screw up. I did this uh, on accident. Um, you can get yourself into a fail state where you can't... You. Um, I had screwed up and switched from shade. There's a part where you need shade and yeah. um, I had passed it up and then switched out of him in this point to where then when I, I don't know, I just had to restart and it made me mad because uh, shade was the only one of those like summon items that I missed. So I realized oh. it, I was like, oh crap. So I had to start the whole thing over. Well, don't do that. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't listeners. Uh, but once you do enter the castle right away is, is Silver Armlet. Yes. And he is not messing around. No, but. He just summons a ton of enemies for you to fight. I mean, he's still there too. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he just kind of, you know, he does like a slide around, like move. Um, he does like a slash against you. Yeah, yeah. But he's pretty easy. You know, he stands still when he summons things. And uh, if you have anything that explodes, it'll really take out most of the enemies that are around. Yeah, I think you can like corner him at some points too, if you're lucky. Get some super kicks going. Yeah, maybe. I I couldn't do that. Well, he or doesn't really have a lot of health. That's the key factor. Yeah, for sure. And once you've defeated him, he says, you may have defeated me, but Agito has already arisen. Agito? Oh, no. Yes, the, the and, evil god or, or whatever. That's right. And he's waiting for you behind the next door. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, does he look gross. Yeah. I mean, it's like if you mixed a Koopa Troopa from Super Mario Brothers the movie... <laughs> with uh tetsuo at the end of akira it's yeah it's some weird stuff he's in this room that's, that's like nerdiest way i could have described that i think but it's totally true yeah it's a, a huge like vaguely humanoid but with lots of tubes and gross things coming off well it's got at least one two three four five, six appendages coming off the front of it around its head so, yeah yeah um and it's like uh you know the head kind of moves around on a neck you know the ground is covered in Pretty cool looking bones. Um, and it's you're on a little island, but there's water around it that the creature is also in. Yes. And he also has two big old tentacles, one on each side, coming for you. 
Yeah, they'll come out of the... That was most of this fight was like running back and forth, killing those things. Sometimes you'll get those little... He'll shoot out these little like blobs that turn into to little humanoid creatures. Like, you know, you got to yeah. keep on top of those. And and you cannot hurt him while his arms are out, the tentacles. Right. You got to take both of those down, then head back to the middle and try to do some damage to the head before the tentacles return. Yep. And uh, you have to do a jump attack to even hit his head, I think, is part of it, right? I maybe I, I feel like it oh, depends wait. on where his head is. Yeah, he, you know he's got the neck, so he moves it around. A you little are correct. Bit. You are correct. Um, once again, though, I I didn't think this boss fight was that bad. Yeah, me either. I I, uh, I had two of the elixirs, so one did save me at this point because I wasn't paying much attention. Uh, right, and but I still had another one to go, and I didn't even get that far down. Yeah, I mean the boss doesn't. You know, it takes a little while. He's tough, but there's no like real deadly attacks or anything to look out for, you know? Exactly. Uh, and then once you've defeated him, well, Silver Armlet reveals his true self, and it's a herself. That's right. It's your older sister, Gwen. Who'd have thunk it? She was possessed by Agito and the Silver Armlet. But she feels pretty bum about it. Yeah, it's it's weird because you're like, great, let's go back home. And she's like, no, I have to stay. And atone <laughs> for my sins. And you're like, no, come on. And then she's like, here, I'll start the warp. And then like, she kicks you out and grabs your your armlet. Yeah, so you can't come back and it's just you. And she has both the armlets, so hmm. Yeah, what's up with that? No, you do see a cool little scene of uh, her like walking and like setting them on like an altar thing. Yeah, yeah. And it like closes the doors on it. And, and you get a, a, a cool animation of Ali, you know. Mm -hmm. And then he's a, happy. a full credits list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then at the very end, you get your, your play results. Oh, yeah, yeah. And do you still have a copy of your play results? The picture of yep, it? Um, I do. So, Nick, what was the time you beat this game in? I, it, was, uh, it was six hours at eight minutes. That was 534 for me. Okay, nice. I know my, but, this I mean, is my I'm, first playthrough. And that's, uh, you know, fudged a little bit because I rewound a lot. So Okay, okay. It was probably longer than that. Uh, rank, uh, 23. Okay, mine was 48. Oh, wow. And the rank is how many hearts you've collected? Yeah. So I feel like I wish I had 43 for sure. Well, there, um, uh, I forgot to mention it. There is a couple spots. Um, there was one in that final dungeon where you, uh, you know, where you have to use the shade doppelganger to turn off the, the switch or else those like turrets and things keep coming down. Mm -hmm. I fought a ton of those <laughs> like an idiot. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, what was your max HP? I had 294. 244 here. I mean, I'm guessing yours is going to be higher with that rank up. Mm -hmm. uh, your, your max SP? Uh, 310. Oh, 360 here. I'm not sure nice. why mine was higher. Uh, deaths? I, I had two. I had zero because I cheated. Oh, okay. Uh, kills? My, my kills were 1,044. So I killed 1,358. Weird. I don't know why then. My, why would my rank be higher? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then jewels, I had 52 out of 60. Okay, I had 42 out of 60. All right. And then my class was Myrmidon. Oh, nice. I was merely a warrior. Oh, is Myrmidon better than warrior? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, but that is the end of the game. Good job, Myrmidon. Good job, warrior. <laughs> All right. Here we are in the final portion of our show, the review portion. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound what you got eric i gave this game a 4.0 okay um i went with a 4.5 but I, I think it's good stuff all around yeah gorgeous big sprites lots of fun animations uh from the characters to the spirits to even the enemies 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mu- music's good. The, mu- the music is good. It's not um, it's not as earwormy as we said as a lot of Yuzo Koshiro's other work, but I think it sets a great tone and it it stays. It doesn't get in the way or anything. You know, it's never bad, never annoying. Nothing like that. It's always great. But I mean, otherwise, I, I really like the fire effects. I mean, there's the water effects, the mm. spinning of the cube. So many little things are have touches that shouldn't or don't need to have. And it just looks great. Yeah, agreed. All right. Next up is play control. And I gave it a 3.5. OK, I did, too. You know, I thought it was really good. And they're doing a lot with the two buttons that you're using for your main actions. You know, yeah, um, my only my only hit for it is that since you there's just that that jump duck yeah the crouch is rough and i feel like that combined with those extra moves i can never really get the hang of yeah i i like i did a few but you know i could do the 360 slash in this one roll right that's it like the other ones sometimes it would happen and i thought it was cool looking but i wish i could replicate them all the time (laughs) yeah yeah all right next up is challenge factor Ooh, i went with a 2.5 i went 2.0 and i mean part of that is colored by my cheating but i feel like this game has everything you need to be able to beat this game yeah you know you can either spend more time find more items get better weapons get infinite weapons like whatever your problem is there is a way in this game built in to beat the game sure yeah it's uh, i mean you got you can save your game um (laughs) you know yeah exactly uh, it's and and it's interesting too because it is a rather short game Mm -hmm. um but they kind of I don't know if it's like acknowledge or apologizing, you know, the way they give you ranks and stuff to be like to try to encourage you to play it again faster or more thoroughly, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a cool way of doing it. Yeah. And finally, we have theme and fun. I went with a 4.5. I went 4.0. I could go up to five maybe, but it is a really fun game. And the setting is slightly generic, but it is baked in. It's it's fully fulls like a real area. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. I really like the the combat system. I thought it was a lot of fun to fight enemies and go around. I never I never got bored with it, you know. Agreed. And uh, I thought it was an interesting, you know, going back and playing through a lot of side scrolling or beat em ups. You know, where I would always get frustrated, like why can't I just fight completely overhead? Like I want to attack up and down too. And this and this kind of shows you what it might feel like. You know, it's a it's a neat take that uh, you know I hope there are other games like this out there to check out. Yeah, I agree. So, Nick, I ask you every week, and I will continue to do so into the future, but again, I will ask you this week, should you play this game? I think you should. I agree. I said, uh, even if it's not your cup of tea, like the action RPG type thing or the brawler, I would I would at least try this game out at least to the first dungeon, because it's such a unique and interesting flavor. Yeah, it's. I mean, it doesn't demand too much of you. Some of the dungeons can be a bit tedious or confusing, but you'll have that in a, any kind of puzzle thing, you know, but... It rewards you with fun gameplay and some really great boss uh, sprites, you know? Agreed. Fights and sprites. Fights and sprites, baby. Next week's game will be Wild Guns for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So find a copy of that game any way you can. Hint, it is on the Switch for free if you pay $20 a year for their online service. Nice. So grab a copy of your controllers, your Joy-Cons, your Pro Controller, whatever you want. And play along, friends. That's right. And if you want to let us know, are you a warrior? Are you a Myrmidon? Or what's your rank? Let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. And we will compare our stats with you. 
Or you can get a hold of us on Facebook at Cartridge Command, the Twitterverse at Cart Command. Follow us there. I'll let you know when new shows happen. And, uh, you know, of course, we must say at the end of every show, thank you, thank you, thank you so very much to the wonderful and fine folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. Uh, it is their hard-earned dollars that they give a few to us every month in the one, five, ten, five hundred dollar level. Just kidding. We don't have any five hundred dollar patrons, but we welcome any of that are thinking about it. Yeah, that's right. But it that's is, right. uh, you know, just a s- small amounts thrown together that make this show possible. You guys pay for our fees, our equipment, our hosting, any of the stuff we need. Uh, that's that's how we do it. We're just a couple of working class guys that do this in our spare time. And as long as you guys keep paying to put the show on, we'll keep making it. That's right. Thank you. These two schmoes thanking you all. Thank you and you so very much. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, game on! I should have some sort of a uh, fun noisemaker to. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Is it in this box? There we go. <laughs> there we go. Awesome, awesome. That doesn't just turn off by itself. <laughs> it's long. Okay. You've opened Pandora's communicator.